What's up, man? How are you? I'm doing good. How about yourself, brother? Everything good? Everything's good, man. Uh, great to be back with you guys. It's Monday night. They got Monday night football. This is Monday night after dark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. You got a drink ready? Oh, man. I had enough already. <laughs> Oh, so you were pre-gaming for the show. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, man. I had a few ones earlier today, and I'm ready to start this show. Let's get it going, brother. Let's get ready to rumble. Damn, how are you, sir? Yeah, man. I'm doing good. What's going on, Chris? What's going on, Patron? It's been What's a, going on, damn son? been a long day, but I'm ready to get at it. Give me just a second. I've got to get some stuff started here, and I'll be good to go. Good. It takes the ape a little while to warm up, so we'll let him get warmed up. He's not as young as he used to be. I hear you, man. It was a long day. I came home and uh, took a nap. Woke up a while ago, so I feel hell. I feel drunk, even though I'm not. You know. So, <laughs> so I'll go ahead and get into everything. Um, welcome everyone to Safe Moon After Dark. Safe Moon After Dark presents informative content, news, and entertainment surrounding Safe Moon projects in the Safe Moon ecosystem, developing technology, and the cryptocurrency community. We want you to come strong to the mic. However, when you come to the mic, we want you to remain respectful to not only the host and co-host, but to other speakers and guests as well. If you aren't following any of us, or if we aren't following you, please make sure that your tweets aren't protected before you come up. If you don't have anything in your profile related to crypto, SafeMoon, or the SafeMoon ecosystem, we're probably not going to let you up. When you share, please try to keep everything clear and concise in under five minutes. Try not to take up too much time as we want to get through all the content and hear from everyone in the audience. If you have any questions, please contact us via our DMs and we will attempt to get your questions answered as soon as possible. A reminder that we are being recorded tonight and streamed to a variety of podcast and or video platforms. Please feel free to visit Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts to listen to this show or future shows at a later date. And a reminder, this show is not financial advice. Thank you. All right. Thank you for that. Look, let's just start out the show tonight uh, by addressing everything. Look, and the co-host and I, we were talking earlier today. We don't pay attention to any of this negativity that goes on. So, I mean, we have our own lives. We have work. We have, we actually have a life outside of this. This is not uh, an investment to watch every hour of every day. This isn't even an investment to watch every day, in my opinion. I mean, there's certain people, we value their opinions. Uh, we value all of our members on the show. We have an intelligent audience of seasoned, you know, crypto investors that understand what this is. I mean, look, we're in a bear cycle right now. That's for all of crypto. That's not just particular to SafeMoon, right? So people that understand what crypto is and the cycles of crypto, they understand that this is just part of a phase, right? So the way I look at this, I was trying to explain this before I came on here tonight. Is this to me? It's just Safe Moon and chill. Okay, uh, I'm invested in Safe Moon. If I see a dip and I want to add it, uh, I'll add to it. But if you think I'm going to be obsessing over this and following this every hour of every day, uh, you got another thing coming. 
this is not that investment. This is a long-term investment. Uh, this is something where I follow the positive developments of the community, the positive developments of the leadership team here at Safe Moon. This is all about you know being reasonable and being balanced. If somebody wants to hold a program 24 hours a day and you know drink and smoke and do whatever they want to do and just you know no filter everything out of the mouth nothing thought out that's not what we are uh as a community and this is not what safe moon is this is for people who are intelligent and understand uh what it takes to build a system an ecosystem what it takes to uh, have safe moons, the middleware in all transactions, uh, has understanding and trust in the team. Uh, that's really what we are. So uh, the adults are in the room tonight. I just wanted to start that out real quick. I pinned to the top because I think this is very valuable information. I wanted to go over this to start the show. Uh, Lee had a really good uh, tweet earlier in the week. And I think everybody needs to understand the fee structure of Safe Moon V2 to start to understand the complete picture of what's going on, right? So everybody knows, you know, if you have a buy or sell with Safe Moon, you have a 10% fee, right? Uh, 4% will go to all holders, 3% to the liquidity pool, 2% to the burn, and 1% to the ecosystem growth fund, all right? If you do a wallet to wallet transfer, it's 2%, 1% to all holders, half percent to the liquidity pool, half percent to the ecosystem growth fund. Uh, the swap, which is relatively new, uh, you have a 0.25% safe and swap fee structure, 0.17% to the liquidity pool, 0.05 to the ecosystem growth fund, 0.03 to the buyback and burn. And now with safe moon as the middleware, which is what we're going to focus on a lot tonight, you have a 2% fee, right? 1% to all holders, half percent to the liquidity pool, half percent to the burn. So I think that's very valuable information. And I wanted to start the show out with that because I know a lot of times we'll talk about Safe Moon and what the burn mechanism is and what the, what the uh, reflections are and how that's broken down. But that's four different ways that this is done, okay? And it's really important to know all that because it's going to give you a better idea of exactly what Safe Moon's trying to accomplish. All right. Now, we talked on last show about this card that's going to be coming out. And one of the things we hit on is the 0% uh, ability to borrow at 0% on your ETH and USDT, okay, which I think is a big deal. I think a lot of people uh, are looking at the card and using that as spending. You know, the crypto convert into fiat. But when you get to a point where you can borrow against your Ethereum and your USDT at no interest, it's a very big deal. That is uh, something that can disrupt banks. Okay. If you look at interest rates right now, I work with them every day. Uh, they're starting to go on the rise. Uh, there's talk that the Fed's going to raise interest rates seven times this year. Well, why are they doing that? Well, our inflation in the United States is the highest it's been since the 1970s. When inflation starts to go up, the Fed starts to raise interest rates. They're talking about rates on homes now going as high as 5%. Okay. Uh, things have changed dramatically. So in the future, if you have crypto and you want to borrow against your crypto with no interest, 
Okay. I'm looking at this, you know, long term. This is something you could use to buy an automobile. This is something you could do to buy a house. There's, you know, home equity lines. There's a lot of things that could stem from this. So I just want everybody to see the big picture on that as well. Okay. Uh, we're going to have the centralized exchange this year. Uh, we're going to have, you know, the card. Obviously, that's going to be coming quicker than the exchange. Uh, blockchain, we'll see. You know, I think it's possible. The mesh network, hopefully that happens as well. I did catch a Discord message with Safe Moon Warrior today, which I thought was really strong. He, had, he said to John, by the end of December, you know, John had a comment, there will be no more wins. Like, win this, win that. Which leads me to believe that they want to have everything built in 2022. Okay. How far that goes? Well, that's up for debate. We can speculate about that tonight. But I think the key component here is with this card structure, this isn't just a card you can use for everyday spending. This is giving you the ability to use this ecosystem as a bank. All right. And that's a very big deal. The second thing is SafeMoon is the middleware. Okay. The middleware is going to play a huge role in everything SafeMoon's doing. And don't forget about the Bitcoin pairing that's coming at some point as well, because that's going to have a very big effect on SafeMoon as well. So to understand the complete vision of SafeMoon, you got to understand that they want SafeMoon to be used in everything as the middleware. All right. And how do you accomplish that? Well, you have a swap, you have a card, you have the ability to borrow with that card. We're going to have the ability to stake at some point as well. They've talked about that while earning reflections, right? I believe that the use case in that is going to be uh, providing liquidity for the centralized exchange when that comes out as well, all right? All these things take time. They're not just building a simple centralized exchange. You can see the technology in this thing. John said that the user interface is pretty much what it's going to be. There might be some minor tweaks here and there. The team has done a lot of work on it. They were able to show it in the last video. So you can see they're not just rolling something out that is like the simplest thing they can have. They're going all out to provide something that's, you know, cutting edge and new technology. So, uh, look, you're going to get reasonable takes here. Uh, we're going to talk intelligently. We're going to bring up points that allow everybody to see the depth of what SafeMoon truly is. And we're going to have a really productive show tonight. So let me go to Patron, and then we'll go to Dan. Patron, sir, your thoughts? Uh, I have one comment to make, and I think it's the comment that has me very, very excited. I'm not sure about you guys, but, you know, one of the things that I heard or I saw uh, John Caroni tweet out was that they asked him, you know, that, you know, in what stage are we on? And he said that we are in the delivery stage. So that makes me believe that we're not building anything anymore. I think everything is built and they just fine tuning everything and we're getting things delivered. Just like you saw the other day, we were able to, you know, get in that wait list of, uh, for the, uh, for the safe moon card. And, you know, so, so that safe moon card is going to be delivered pretty soon. I believe the exchange is going to be delivered this year. How soon will that be? I'm not sure how soon it will be. Um, the, the blockchain and, uh, and all the products that are going to make this beautiful ecosystem to work together, integrated with one thing and another, they are in the delivery stage. So um, excited about that. It, it's going to take a little bit, but it, 
that's I think is huge. If you didn't pay attention to that, I think that um, everybody should be excited. Yeah, and to take one step further, they said that in the video at the beginning of March. They said we're in the products delivery stage, right? And John reiterated that today. So, you know, the team's not coming out and saying, like, hey, we're going to have this on this date, right? But they've already set an internal deadline. They've been clear about that, too. So that's why I said I don't pay attention to this every moment of the day. I don't look at the wallet. I don't look at what's being set. I mean, I have a few... We have people we pay attention to because we value their opinions. And then there's just a lot of trash out there. So, like, I don't go digging through the trash looking for things, right? Like, none of us do that. It's trash for a reason. So, uh, you know, look, things take time. I'm okay with it taking time. I want it to be rolled out. I want it to be effective. I want it to be top-notch. That's the standard they're setting, and I'm good with that. And I don't care. If it takes three more months when everybody wants it to take one more month, it really doesn't matter to me. Three months, four months, whatever, however long they need to take for this thing to run the way it's supposed to, I'm good with that. You know, not everybody is, but we here are, right? And when we talk during the day, the co host and I, we're not, our conversations are not like, hey, when's this going to happen? When's that going to happen? We're just, you know, we're in our investment. If we notice something that, that catches our eye, we'll talk about it. But there's no, like, worry or, or anything like that. I think people that are worried about it deep down just don't feel good about it. And if you don't feel good about it, then that's your decision what to do with your money, right? But if you're in something, I think we should be reasonable and, and look at things from a deeper perspective. And not everybody has that depth in, in their analysis. Uh, damn, go ahead, sir. Yeah, like Chris said, um, it's very important that we all educate ourselves on the uh, economic climate that we are currently in. This is a great opportunity to understand the financial ecosystem, which crypto is inside of, which SafeMoon is inside of, which our ecosystem exists within SafeMoon. So, it's very important that we educate ourselves on what is going on in the market. Because if you look at it in terms of dips without any understanding of what that may be, it's just ripe for fudding. So things like what Chris mentioned about the uh, more than likely the uh, rates will, will go up. The Fed rate will go up tomorrow. Um, typically, when that goes up, bond yields obviously go up. Um, that will result in lower equity values, um, especially in tech stocks. Um, tech and crypto are tied very closely together. So if equity values drop, institutional investors, they have to pay down margin. So where do they pull their margin from? They pull it from things like Bitcoin, Ethereum, large cryptos. So it's something going on all the way across the market. Um, something unique that I read today was that even though this was happening when Bitcoin was at 47,000, the short activity didn't increase. So even the shorters weren't confident enough to engage. I would expect they would, they didn't. So it's not a market where in my opinion, day trading 
can be profitable because no one really knows which way it's going to go. It's a perfect market right now to uh, stack bags. It's perfect for the long-term holder. So that's the view I have on it. It's, it's good to educate yourself and what's going on so you understand what these movements are. And then you can understand the angle you have to attack that particular market. So um, that's what I would invite everyone to do is educate yourself on the total market, not just SafeMoon, but SafeMoon, the outer crypto market, and then the equities market as well. Yeah, because what's happening is a lot of people bought into SafeMoon, you know, in last year and even into this year. And they're looking at things and going, well, it's not happening fast enough, right? Well, it's, it's not it's not just particular to SafeMoon. It's the entire crypto market. All right. So if you had Bitcoin in the 60s, are you going to sell your Bitcoin now? Right. <laughs> or you're Ethereum, right? If you had if you bought Ethereum higher than it is now, let's say you bought it in the fours. Are you going to sell your Ethereum now? No, of course not. They're good, stable investments. It's just we're in a cycle right now. But millionaires aren't made in the bull run. They're made in the bear market. That's the reality. So I always tell people, like, I'll talk to people and they'll say, well, I'm afraid of this or I'm afraid of that. And what I've always said is on the other side of fear is success, right? So I don't fear anything right now. I just want to be clear to everybody on that. Uh, There's no fear here. This is about logical explanation, education about Safe Moon. This is about reasonable discussion. Okay. Not about all the BS that's out there. Anybody can get on a Twitter account and tweet something. That doesn't mean it's true and accurate. Okay. Anybody can come on a space and say something. That doesn't mean that that's true and accurate either. Right. The validity of what's said and what's discussed is determined by the community, right? So we have smart, intelligent people here, and I'm thankful for that every day. I'm grateful for that because there's a lot of people out there with a lot of hot takes. And hot takes are not what gives sound investing advice. So uh, we'll just go from there. Let's go to Easy Ed. He's up. Go ahead, Easy Ed. What's going on, Chris? Patron? Damn. It's good to be back in After Dark, man. Um, Just wanted to come in and show some love um, to the show. And Chris, I know you were talking earlier about um, a Discord message uh, with John. And there's a little bit added to that that I know you're going to love. So let me just pull this up and I'll pin it to the top. Someone asked this, John. By the end of December, there will be no more wins. And he replied, that moment will be delicious. If that doesn't sound like somebody with confidence, if that doesn't sound like somebody who's saying, you know what, all the hitters out there, my time is coming. And when it comes, you better be ready to to hear about it. And all these people talking about Safe Moon isn't this, John isn't that, John shouldn't be this. We're going to see by the end of this year. And I, I told somebody just specifically that, you know, his, history is the best. Um, history will tell us on time, right? A lot of people were counted out in the beginning of their journey. 
um, and they rose to become great. So to just judge this now, instead of giving it time to develop, we gonna see how you looking by this year's end and the next year. Um, so just stay tuned, everyone, because there's a lot of people on his list. Stack them. And look, man, you're exactly right. Like, you know, people are so quick to judge, right? Like, quick, so quick to judge. But the reality is, in April of 2021, I mean, this thing was a month in, and it was blasting off. These were the same people touting SafeMoon as the next Bitcoin, right? And, you know, you can go either way. I mean, you could go where you overestimate things, and then you can go where you underestimate things. Somewhere in the middle is really where it is, right? So uh, April 2021 was hype, right? And I've said it before on this program, we're better than we were in April of 2021. Anybody can see that. And if you want to compare that V1 price to where we're at in V2, that would be just under one penny. All right. So things take time. Uh, if we were in a bull cycle right now, I believe we'd be well past the penny. But we're not. And I'm okay with that because it's not about when it happens. It's about how effective it is. When it's, it's about how effective the Safe Moon ecosystem is when it takes off. Okay. Everything built, everything ready. And then we go into a bull cycle. Okay, the volume's going to be much more dramatic than it would be in April, right? April's just buys and sells. But you get to a point where you got a card and a functioning ecosystem and a centralized exchange with SafeMoon as the middleware. Let's see what the volume looks like then. We haven't seen anything like that yet. Patron, I know you understand this. You want to comment on this? Yes. Um, it... I'll I tell you what, Chris, it, it's, it's really simple. If you look at, and this is my thought for this, you know, if you look at crypto as a whole right now, everything is down. You look at Bitcoin, look at Ethereum, ADA, uh, which is uh, Cardano, and everything else is is, is low. I mean, I, I think uh, some of the experts were talking about that they may see uh, Bitcoin go up to like, you know, as low as 30,000 per coin. You know, I'm, I'm not saying that I'm talking about this is what the experts are saying. And this is part of crypto crypto. You have to have a heart. If you're in crypto, you have to have the, you know, the heart to be able to support in in your head, in your brain, big swings up and down. You know, some of them are 50 percent up, 50 percent down, 60, 80. Sometimes I, I see, you know, crypto that goes a swing up to 90 percent down and then it goes all the way up to like 300 percent. So um, we just have to be patient. Like you said, you know, the team is working extremely hard. I'm very, very excited about that. We are in the delivery stage uh, and I know people are going to be like, but when, but when just just relax, it's going to happen. And when it happens. It's going to be better. I was looking at the reflections today. It looks like the reflections are better than today than what it has been in you know in the last um, few days. And the only reason for that is because the price is low. And I'm telling I'm telling you, man, this is the best time. Not financial advice, but to me, this is the best time to buy because when you buy when it's low, then that's when you get your bag ready. Because when it shoots up, you're going to be like, I wish I did.
Yeah, and we can't time when it's going to shoot up, right? Like, that's really hard to tell. Like, you're not going to be able to prognosticate that. And I think that's intentional. Uh, the team is going to do things, and they're not going to – they don't want to have something, you know, come out saying that, hey, we're ready to do this, and then have a delay. They're just not going to do that. They've learned from that in the past. Uh, Damn, your thoughts. Who wants to uh, have a championship opportunity or a championship boxing match when they're learning the craft, you know, um, when you're assembling those skills? That's not when you want the championship fight. And I'm glad that the market is like it is right now. Because imagine trying to assemble these things during a bull run. We wouldn't have everything put together. We would be uh, hindered. It would slow things down. And then when we finally did get everything assembled, you would have a bear cycle. So we talk about the uh, J-curve. It's lining up perfect with the market, in my opinion. You know, with any kind of uh, crypto or tech you have, or pharmaceutical, you have that initial hype when the idea is presented. We theorize that we're going to do X. So you have all this hype around it, and the price shoots up. And then the people that had the idea actually have to start working towards that end. During that time, it's, it's basically a desert. And you see the price erode and drop until they finally reach the stage where we're at, the delivery stage. And that's where you start to see the support levels come in. And then you see the turn, and then you see it blast off. Um, So it's lining up almost parallel with the market. And um, I've not seen this happen before in a uh, stock or in crypto where just by pure luck it's lining up with the market so i'm excited about that i'm glad that we're in the position we are Um, i'm glad that we're assembling these things in a down market because it's going to pay off massively when that switch gets flipped and it turns around yeah and you know, we, we talk about the centralized exchange and the card because those are the hot topics right now, right? But I think everybody's underestimating the mesh network, which we touched on last show, right? Proprietary technology, right? Greater distances. This was said on Safe Moon Sunday on December 12th, all right? Once we turn the switch on, we can't turn it off. It's a true Web3 decentralized network. We have to integrate our blockchain with it. I mean, I don't know. If you read that and you really understand that, I don't know how you can't be bullish on this. Just for that alone. And then you got everything else that comes with it. Let's go to uh, Search. Search is up here. Go ahead, Search. What's going on, everyone? I'm good. How about you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. You guys have some really interesting takes. I like everything you guys are saying. Yeah, the crypto market right now, I mean, you just look. Luna's down 29.49% in the last seven days. Cardano down 23.66%. I mean, you name it, you can just list down the road. All these great cryptos, right? All these great projects that are just down. And that's just the reality of where we're at right now. And to Danson's point, it's really interesting. And just by pure chance, we're 
lining up everything. And I think that makes the whole Safe Moon team really happy because they're like, regardless if we were to put something great out right now, we wouldn't necessarily see the effects of it really in full blown when it's like in the bull market. So I'm sure they're they're happy to kind of see this as well. And I'm sure a lot of other projects are kind of holding off as well until that that exact moment, if they're able to put something out and be able to take advantage of it, it's going to really help their project and all their products that they put out. Um, but yeah, one thing, Chris, I wanted to kind of talk about that you touched on in the beginning, and this is something I've kind of mentioned up in spaces anyways, uh, was the lending aspect with the SafeMoon card. Um, I did put up at the top, people can go read the article, which is Crypto Drafts, which is essentially still a branch off of banks and I'm actually on their site. So I'm just going to kind of read real quick to your point with the 0% interest, which I hope this does change later on. Um, but essentially what they're saying is initially only top crypto such as Bitcoin and Ethereum will be allowed for deposit into the collateral account and users will only be able to collateralize one asset at a time. Users will be able to quickly deposit their assets into the collateral account and instantly start spending without needing to further fund the card. Staking even one Bitcoin at 50K will allow users to secure $5,000 in USDT at 0% APR in the near future. Holding BXX tokens will allow users to get up 50% LTV loan-to-value at 0% APR. Currently, the two loan-to-value bands offered are 0 to 10% at 0%. APR and 10.01% to 35% LTV at 1.99% APR. So you'll you'll be able to take pretty much essentially 10% loan to value at 0% interest. And then anything above that, if you're not holding their BXX tokens and have that in the account, uh, you know, you will be paying that 2% APR, which is still a great deal, in my opinion, um, right? If you understand interest and being able to leverage that but those are just kind of some points i wanted to point out um but yeah stack them man great points even at 1.99 percent interest i still think that's phenomenal right i think that's gonna be a lot better than you're getting in the market right now just based on things i deal with every day and seeing it so uh i still think even at that rate that's going to disrupt a lot of things but that's great to give us some specific points on that i'm so glad you touched on that uh, Eon, go ahead. Chris, my man, how's it going? I'm good, man. I know you're doing great too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, hopefully, you don't mind. Uh, I thought I'd come up here and just kind of uh, talk a little bit about the uh, 2008 era to put some things in perspective for people, as long as that's good with you, man. Absolutely. I started doing finance uh, in 2008. That was my first year in it and i got to see a lot go ahead sir that'd be great yeah no for people that are uh just getting into crypto it's it's again it's you kind of have to look at crypto and the in the stock market especially now institutions right you know the s&p 500 kind of is taking the same route or excuse me top altcoins are taking the same route as the s&p 500 uh but so a lot of people got into crypto within the last 12 to 14 months, right? Makes sense. Last year had one of the biggest rises in Bitcoin and everything else. They've attracted a lot of people. Now you have some of those same people that are probably sitting at home feeling the lowest of lows, right? Because if you got in, we really started hearing about the media of crypto, 
Bitcoin was probably in that range of like, you know, 35 to upwards of 60K. And that's when you started going in. And for you, it's new. Well, take, let's take a look back at like the 2008. I'm not going to go into like some crazy specifics, but everybody listening to, to, to understand the, when you have all these people up here talking about like, hey, you know, when there's, when there's bloods in the streets and there's fear, you know, that's where you want to make some of your moves. In 2008, the stock market crash, it took five years to recover. So just put that into perspective of what you're feeling right now, right? For, for, for us and everything going on with the news and, you know, the interest rates from the feds are probably the actual news is going to come out tomorrow. That's what a lot of this is anticipation of. Uh, that, you know, obviously inflation uh, is getting worse. There's eventually going to be a point to where recovery is going to occur and that's going to progress over time. So for me, what am I doing, right? I'm personally dollar cost, dollar cost averaging and, and some pretty big like marks when I start seeing Bitcoin fall down. Because remember, Bitcoin holds the majority of the market cap, so the market's going to move with Bitcoin. So when you see Bitcoin go down, your altcoins are going to take on 15 to 20% more. Like just to prep y'all, Safe Moon, since you know this is a Safe Moon talk, probably going to start seeing a drop more. Not financial advice, but if you look at any of the historical charts when this happens, especially when Bitcoin takes a big dump, this is what's going to happen in the altcoins. But go ahead, read about 2008 and 2013 to see what happened, okay? We are in a hard time. COVID kicked this off. Inflation's high. Blood's in the streets. And that's what we're seeing right now. It doesn't make sense to me, knowing that right now, Safe Moon has technically hit one of its lows in, in months, right? To me, it doesn't make sense at any point in my mind to think to sell. Now, obviously, you could be in a different financial situation. That's understandable. But just take a deep breath. Get away from the daily market trends because the blood, the blood in the streets is not going to get cleaned up overnight. It's not. So just be prepared for that. Try to get your frame of mind and look at that and then a possible opportunity. And that's why I say I tell everybody, go on here, look at 2008, 2013. You listen to any of these smart investors, the ones right now that are sitting back in their chair and they're throwing hundreds of thousands in future investments is because they took advantage of when there was blood in the streets. Sorry for ragged, you know, rambling on, Chris, but I just uh, I, I, I get I do like I generally care for people during these moments because it is tough, especially on how much you put in and what your expectations are. Um, and I just want to see everybody, you know, come out on top, which, hey. Look at what happens to time in the market. You can't always time the market, but if you, <laughs> it's all about staying in the market over time. I'll stop there, man. No, you're good. We need historical perspective here, you know. And I'll share a story with you guys too. And I'm not going to identify who this was, but it was a guy I worked with about uh, five years ago. Very successful. I mean, the guy was making a lot of money. And when 2008 hit, he was able to grab a house. Right. And he decided, I don't know why he did this, but he decided he was going to buy that house without borrowing on that house. So he, he paid for that house in cash. Now, he had the money to do it. And this was about a $900,000 house, just to give you a heads up. The house now is probably worth at least one and a half million, maybe more. This is a guy who worked his whole life. He was very successful, still successful to this day. Okay. Now, he bought this house for 900k, right? Gave, you know, did a did a cash cash purchase on the house. 
And you know what he told me? He said, I was dumb. And I said, why? He said, I should have taken that money and invested it in the stock market. He said, I would have 20 times that right now, at least, maybe 30 times that right now. He said, what I should have done is I should have put down 50K, maybe 100K on that house and taken the rest of the money and just put it in mutual funds, not even specific stocks. And he said, I looked at the math on it right now, and my money would have been worth a lot more. And he said in his entire career, and the guy was 51 years old, his entire career, that was the dumbest thing he ever did, just to give you some perspective. And I'm not giving financial advice here, but I just want people to understand that when things happen and there's a lot of fear, uh, if you're in that fear mode, you'll act irrationally and you'll do things and you won't realize it until many years later. And that story always stuck with me. And this is a guy that's a multimillionaire, by the way. So he's still doing well. It's not like he's doing bad. But his whole point was if he had just taken that cash instead of having a house free and clear, right, and put it in the market, he would have maximized that money. But in that moment, he said, you know, even the bankers he had, right, they were advising him not even to put the money in the stock market. They were telling him he was crazy. You know, he said, I think he said Bank of America stock at the time was like five bucks or four bucks. He's like, it's, it's, I think it was 29 the day we were talking, right? And he was like, I should have just did what I, what I thought I should do, but everybody was scared. Everybody was talking like it was the end of time. Like the whole financial system was going to melt, you know, that there was going to be a run on banks, like all this crazy. He's like, instead of listening to my instincts, I went and bought that house free and clear. And he's like, I could be in a much better situation right now. So the story always stuck with me. Let's go to uh, Bryson, and then we'll go back to Serge. Go ahead, Bryson. Hey, gentlemen. Chris, good to be with you again. Um, just some thoughts on what's happening. I, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but there, there hasn't been any fundamental changes to save me, correct? Other no, nothing's than- changed fundamentally. I just think everything around us is changing fundamentally. I, I think you got a lockdown in Shanghai right now. That's seeming to go through China. And then Dan was talking about some of the things going on. I, I feel like we're in the midst of a recession. Uh, I just don't think everybody realizes it yet. But go ahead, Bryce. Yeah, I mean, but that's that's a positive, right? Because it's nothing to do with safe money. So that's an opportunity to take advantage of a lower price point as far as I'm concerned. Um, and it's funny to see people that, you know, when when times are good, it's ride or die with Safe Moon. I'm I'm here in here forever, the long term. And then uh, when it gets a little turbulent, you know, it's it's uh, all of a sudden the foot starts to come out and they get weak knees. Um, you know, if you're in, truly in this for a long term, uh, this is nothing. This is no concern whatsoever because it's the entire market that's that's affected. It's not a Safe Moon thing. And like you've said many times. Um, we're so much stronger and farther along uh, than we were at the uh, the all-time high. So, um, you know, I, I love this type of scenario because it just allows me to, to buy and, and fill the bag even more at a lower price point. Um, and this is not just a segment thing. I think, Dan, you were saying it's it's a bad time to, to you know, launch stuff or, um, you know, 
I just think of this one one guy on Twitter, Fud Sigman, any, any chance he gets, and then he promotes this, this other dog coin. And, uh, you know, they were hyping up something they, they launched. And sure enough, that thing's tanking. So it's, you know, it's just a bad time to to try to, you know, gain momentum in the market. Uh, but this is absolutely nothing to do with SafeMoon. Um, and then, you know, other people's money, if someone's going to give me money at a low interest rate, I'm all over it. I mean, I will take that money every every day of the week and uh, leverage that, you know, in investments or wherever I can put it in to make a higher gain. And if anyone thinks that, you know, you're not going to do better than a 2% over the course of a year, you know, from now, uh, I don't know. I just think that's a, a hard, hard thing not to be able to accomplish. Um, but lastly, I wanted to ask you, so what if I'm not in Ethereum or, or USDT? How do I take advantage of that uh, 0%? Do I have to swap then into Ethereum? Am I just simply paying the swap fee or is that considered a sell? And I got to pay the ten percent, and then get into Ethereum. How is that going to work if, if I'm not, you know, bringing that already to the to the wallet? Do you know offhand? Yeah, I mean, I think you should be able to swap, man. I don't see any re, uh, issue in that. You could also, you know, buy up some Ethereum USDT in the meantime too, and then uh, just keep that on the Safe Moon wallet as well. So got it. Got it. Because that's huge. <laughs> you know, you're going to give me money for 0%? Fantastic. Oh, yeah. I agree, man. I, I mean, I look at this and I go, okay, well, how far is this going? I mean, even at 1.99%, right? I mean, we got people with families here. You're going to be sending your kids to college, right? Uh, instead of taking out student loans, student loans, a bank's going to cha- charge you a lot of times 5 6% interest, right? Well, that's what the banks are doing, right? They're taking your money, you're you're giving it to them. They're you're getting a CD at like less than one percent. You're losing money to inflation, and that bank's turning around and making you know eight to twelve percent on your money. I don't know how people uh, give their money to banks. It's just uh, you know it it just makes no sense whatsoever. But they feel like it's safe, but you know at the same time they're losing money, especially now with inflation going so high. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, look, not only is this something in the U.S., but this is something that's going to be licensed all over the world, right? Because, I mean, they have the EU money license, right? This is going to launch on Google Play. And I was talking to somebody today. I said, okay, understand that when you have SafeMoon on this card, you don't have to sell your SafeMoon, (laughs) right? Like in the past, when you would get to a certain price point, you would take profits. You don't have to do that with the Safe Moon card. Now, if you get to a point where you want to have some of the money stable, you could move it into USDT, right, as part of that ecosystem. But you don't have to sell your Safe Moon and take that capital gains tax on that. In other parts of the world, it's probably even a greater tax. Uh, you can just keep that money on the card and use that. That could be your bank. I mean, when when John talks about banking the unbanked and disrupting industries that's what this is 
why am I going to use a traditional bank when I got this once this takes off? Go ahead, Bryson. Well, we do the same thing in, in my business. We, uh, we use life insurance and we build our own banks, right? So instead of going down to the bank and getting a car loan, you simply uh, leverage the life insurance policy and take a loan from the, your own bank, right? And you're, you're paying interest on it, but you're paying interest back to yourself. Um, and this is even better because you're not paying interest on it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So uh, this just takes it to a different level where you can create your own bank, leverage, leverage that asset, uh, go buy a car. But I think the biggest key to that is just simply avoiding the, the tax hit. You know, that's, that's the, the stickler when you, when you're making big gains in crypto, when it's time to, you know, pay the piper, it's, uh, it's, it's painful. You know, I'm, I'm going through that right now. You know, this past year was rough, but the year before was like crazy. You know, there was a ton of money being made in crypto. So if you can avoid that, man, awesome. Yes, and the government's going to want to get their money because the government is hurting right now, you know. And and we said it on last show, eighty percent of the U.S. dollars in circulation around the world, not just in the U.S., were printed in the last two years. And I've talked to friends in government, and they've said when things get tough, they just print more money. That's what's going on. So why are they look? We've always had taxes on crypto, but why are they enforcing it more now? Because they know that there's so much revenue to be collected from. Them. So don't think that the government's not going to try to tax you. That's why I think this card is so genius, right? Because now you're not going to have to sell. You're going to be able to gain reflections. You're going to be able to burn the circulating supply. And then you got your card. That's your bank in the future. We haven't reached that point yet. But we are going to reach that point at some point. I really do believe that. Uh, Serge, you got your hand up? Go ahead, sir. Yeah. So, I mean, to kind of go off of what Bryson was saying, um, yeah, so I think what you'll be able to do, especially now with the cross chain uh, being implemented and the router upgrade is you're going to just be able to swap directly um, with whatever BSC token you have. Um, and, you know, if that's Ethereum and Bitcoin are the two with USDT, um, if that's all they are taking right now to be able to deposit into collateral accounts, you know, you could just do that directly. Um, and you pay that that swap fee of two and a half percent, whatever it may be. And then now you can go ahead and borrow against it. So you don't necessarily need to if you got a big bag in some other BSC tokens, you could do that. Um, and another thing that I really like about this is the fact that your reflections will be able to pay essentially for that loan. And then now you are essentially getting money for free, if that makes sense. So it's kind of like this uh, continuous cycle. Uh, that you have going on. And especially if you can borrow 10% loan of value, let's say you have you borrow against 100,000, they give you a $10,000 loan for 0%. Now you could take that $10,000 loan, go put it as a down payment on a car, or maybe a syndication, a real estate deal that pays you more, um, whatever the case is. And now not only are your reflections paying for that loan, but now you get cash flow, right? So cash flow is the name of the game. So the more that you can continue to create that through crypto, through other asset classes, that's what excites me because I have my own syndication firm and I really see the potential of being able to utilize that and to continue to grow my portfolio. And yeah, that's just one way to really look at it and continue to grow your investment. And at the end of the day, to Chris's point, is that your capital gains, right? Like there's a huge 
that's like one thing that worried about me, for me at least was like man when i when this moons and when uh, when my other cryptos moon like i was kept thinking of like strategies and i kept talking with my cpa of like okay when should i sell when should i not like what would be the best strategy and then when this came out i'm like well dang this practically solves all my problems when it comes to that because now i you know Bryce and I actually do infinite banking concept. I actually have my own policy for that. And that's what you were touching on when it comes to being able to leverage your life insurance policy through cash value. And that's just another great way, right? People can utilize um, whatever, if they leverage something against their crypto, they can utilize that to go get a portfolio or a policy for their life insurance. And it's just like you keep this revolving door going and it's like you constantly build out your asset classes. And that's, that's what I love that the fact that SafeMoon was is going to be able to do this and provide us this opportunity, it just speaks volumes to what is going to eventually happen, not just for us here in the U.S., but as a world. This is just going to be massive. And the government is probably not going to like it, to be very honest with you. I mean, I, I kept like thinking of all these different scenarios of when you're going to when you get. And the crazy thing is you won't even need to put this money into your bank account, right? So it's like, it's just going to be there on the card and you could just utilize it, right? It's like, oh, let me, here you go. I transfer this over. But when they look, it's like, look, this is actually technically a loan. It's not really my crypto gain. So that's the that's the beauty of it. And that just puts a smile on my face because at the end of the day, it's like with everything that's happening in the world, we kind of have to think five steps ahead and how we're going to strategize and plan as an army um, and just continue to educate people on these types of different strategies because it, it not everybody knows. And so at the end of the day, it's like, Bryson, if you can talk more, about, you know, even about infinite banking concept and just continuing to educate the army because there will come a time where this moons. So it's just a matter of how you're going to strategize. And like I said before in a space earlier today, two, people have two different mindsets. It's either you're like Dave Ramsey and you don't like that. And, and that's perfectly fine. You know, like people have their different ways of strategizing. Um, and then there's people like Grant Cardone or like other people like that, that like leverage everything or Robert Kiyosaki, whatever the case is. It's like, if you haven't read any of those books, definitely look into doing that because there's a lot of strategies and a lot of different ways uh, to do this. So. Yeah, and I'll t and great points. I'll take it one step further, right? Because I deal with this every day. Uh, you get a vehicle in the U.S., 6,500 pounds or more. You got a company, an LLC or a corporation. You put that in that company name, you got the ability to write that off as well. Right? I'm, actually, I'm, I'm actually doing that this Friday. So <laughs> um, exactly what you said. And I'm not providing tax advice here. I'm just telling you based on what I deal with every day, right? And the reality of it is that, you know, so these are just like some strategies long term. Look, do I want to get to the point where SafeMoon is my bank? Absolutely. Why would I want to keep my money in a, a, in a bank account? Right. And get, you know, 14 to 18 cents of interest a month. Right. With, even now with the price as low as it is. I mean, in a month, I'm getting, you know, at least a, 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 like a dollar twenty, a dollar thirty, just in reflections. With SafeMoon as low as it's going to be, I mean, it might go a little bit lower just based on the overall market. Like I said, like we said tonight, that has nothing to do with the validity of SafeMoon or what they built. It has zero to do with SafeMoon. It's the market as a whole, right? 
uh, and not financial advice, but if you guys are betting against Bitcoin becoming a hundred thousand in the future or Ethereum becoming 10,000, you know, I'll take that bet as well. Right. <laughs> so just because they're low right now, doesn't really mean anything. Uh, I had rich up here. It looks like rich drop. Go ahead, search. Yeah. Uh, before I had, uh, I'm going to actually drop down to listener, but yeah, like if you look at what banks actually do, when you put money into a savings account, they take that money and go, 10 like they go and like lend it out 10 times so it's like you you are essentially they want you to continue to put money into your bank account to save in the bank account because they're going to be able to utilize that and go make more money and so that's how they get more rich right so it's like why give that to them when you can actually just start funding yourself and so that's kind of where i think this has just such massive potential and growth and i think it's just a matter of time before we people realize oh wow I don't need to rely on any institutional uh, banking service or be able to do any of that. And especially for if you think about like the people in Gambia, this is massive because they don't it's like they don't need to go uh, somewhere to a local physical place to sign up and get like uh, a whole bank account set up. They could just do it there on the wallet. Right. Um, and so that's where the mesh network comes into play. And so that's going to be very massive for the third world countries like that, that really don't have the transportation or the ability to go somewhere to be able to set that all up. So yeah, other than that, Chris, keep up the good work. El Patron, appreciate you all. Damn son. What's up? Um, but yeah, the rest of the Safeman Army, love you guys. I see a bunch of heavy hitters down there. Legion, Don, uh, just a ton of people there. Honey Badger, shout out to all of you. And yeah, I'll step down as a listener now. Stack them, man. Let's go to Prawn, and then we're gonna go to Bryson. Go ahead, Prawn. Yeah, I just wanted to um give him my props. Safe Moon Sirk, he just dropped down, but it was just about that tax stuff because you know, like I have no idea how, like, what to do in terms of an exit strategy. You know, like I have not taken that into consideration at all, but that's gonna come up. Like I, I believe in the project. I believe that it's gonna come up, and um. Thankfully, we have the community, you know, like, let's just uh, let's just make sure we don't get uh, left behind, as they say, by the government, because what's going on right now, disinflation and stuff like it, it's crazy. I hope you guys are all doing OK during these like past couple of months and these months coming up ahead because it's been crazy. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I, I went through this in 2008. I was just out of grad school. Uh, I saw this firsthand. I think in the area I'm in, it's a little less of a recession than you're going to see in other parts of the country. But this is a natural cycle. I mean, this happens about every 10 to 12 years in the U.S. All right. So don't let anybody fool you and tell you that, look, if we're going through this right now, which I believe we are, uh, it's going to happen again in another 10 to 12 years. It's just the way it is. And it's, it's always been that way. So don't think that, that we're immune to that. Uh, damn, you want to comment on that a little bit? Yeah, I've seen, I've seen this happen violently with 9-11. Um, I took advantage of that in a uh, company called AutoNation. Um, you know, historically it had never dropped into the $10 range and it did. I believe it fell into the eights and, uh, I bought a ton of it and, uh, 
made out extremely well with that. It allowed me to buy a house um, shortly thereafter. And then 2008 came. Um, same type situation. It was just extended. Um, regardless of the reason behind it, um, the market pulled back. And one of my regrets is I did not enter um, heavy at that point into investing. Um, so this, I look at this as a major opportunity. Um, this is my redemption <laughs> of a sort. Um, I'm not going to let this pass me by. Um, I do not look at this negatively at all. I think it's a great opportunity. I think we may get an extended period where we can all buy as much as we can. Um, my only, the only thing that irritates me is I don't have all the money I need at my fingertips right now. So I'm buying as I get income in each pay period. Um, that's what I'm doing, not financial advice. That's what I'm doing. And I'm not do just doing it with safe men. I'm doing it across the board. Um, because if you look at crypto in general, and I've said this before, crypto is undefeated. If you look at it, if you look at Bitcoin, if you look at Ethereum, if you look at many alts that have been around over a year, they are undefeated. They always come back and they've always came back even stronger than they were before. So if you were someone, I believe one of the previous uh, speakers mentioned that got into uh, Bitcoin in the 40s or entered into SafeMoon at, at, a, at a higher point, you know, it's already came back twice. Bitcoin, for example, um, passed that and doubled it. So that's what I'm doing. I'm continuing to invest. I'm continuing to dollar cost average. I do not look at this as a negative. I look at it as a positive opportunity for sure. Just to give you guys a heads up, Dan and I and Patron have been talking about this for over a month that we saw this coming and we looked at this as an opportunity. So the only thing Dan and I disagree on, he thinks it's going to be a little bit longer. I think it's going to be, uh, I think it could go on like six, eight months. He thinks this could go on into 2024. Uh, but we'll see, you know, we don't know. I just think that that's, that's what we're going through right now. Patron, you got your thoughts on this and then we'll go to Bryson. Yeah. I, um, I think that, um, it, it, in my opinion, again, you know, everybody have their own opinion. I think that, you know, we're, we're going to, you know, see a couple of rough few months and then I think things are going to get better. I think the second half of the, uh, of 20, I say this about Safe Moon because we have so much going on that it's about to happen. And that's what people is not understanding. I mean, we're, we're not even talking about Mandela. That's that's supposed to happen here shortly. And, you know, when that happens and they start doing global tokenomics, huh, we're going to see the reflections again. That's going to contribute to the burn. That's going to contribute to build our bags. And, uh, and that's just one simple example. And I think that's why John Caroni said that you know, it's going to be delicious or beautiful or whatever he said by December, but something is going to be all right by the end of the year. My thought. Yeah, let me just say this, too, because this is something that we haven't talked about as much. Look at the supply right now. The supply is right around 478 billion. That's what it opened at this morning. 
we have a lot of supply. Uh, our circulating supply is a lot right now, but there's a reason for that, in my opinion, because the team knows, okay, with this supply, we got to have a lot of catalysts going on at once to burn the supply down, right? And we did the math on that last week. I was sharing, you know, some math with Glubus and everything, right? And he said, if we can get to a certain point with the volume, I'll have to look at the exact number again. But I think it was like, if we get to 242 million, that would burn 2 billion tokens a week. All right. So the supply is large right now, and we don't have a lot of volume, and we don't have everything built out. So that's why the price is low, right? Because you're getting some cells without everything built, and you don't have the volume that we need right now. Uh I'll go Dan real quick, and I'll go to Bryson. Go ahead, Dan. Just wanted to jump in real quick. There's a few people I've noticed that Twitter is kicking down. If that does happen to you, just come back up, and we'll get you back up. That is not us doing that. That's something involving Twitter. Bryson, my man, how are you? Good, good. Just a couple uh, quick points. Um, Number one, just so everyone's clear, when the price is low, you're getting greater reflections. And if you're in the accumulation phase, which I'm sure most of us are, that's a good thing, um, as long as the fundamentals are sound. And uh, Serge mentioned infinite banking. I call it be your own bank. Same concept. Love the fact that he he knows that concept. Um, but I'd also throw out there for people to get educated on velocity banking, um, and that has to deal with paying down your mortgage uh, a lot quicker. So if you just YouTube velocity banking, um, but these are great things to like start to learn because when when you realize that you can get money at zero percent, <laughs> there's so much you can be doing with that money to to better your situation. And when you really understand how mortgages work and and how the banks are, you know, making out like bandits. Uh, it's like, it's crazy. I mean, it really wakes you up. And when that light bulb goes off as to how much money they're making on you, you know, you almost get pissed off. So, um, crypto is, is the revolution. I mean, it, it's, it's where things are headed. We're at the beginning. And, um, you know, when you can start leveraging your crypto and, and, and spending it within this ecosystem, I mean, connect, when they roll that out and start to give you deals at, at um, retailers, you know, that participate in that ecosystem, I mean, that's going to be cool in itself. So there's so much where this can go. And, you know, this is college right here. You know, after dark, this is where the, uh, the serious people talk. And, you know, if you really want to get educated, you come here and then you go learn. And and you really start to to realize how great of a situation we're all going to be in. So, um, you know, build your bags as much as possible because these are the opportunities that you take advantage of. Like DM said, you know, the only problem is everyone's already in, right? You're already in all. You're already all in. So it's like, ah, where do I find the money to, you know, to take advantage of this dip? You just got to find it. Um, you know, people. I've been finding it. Let's put it that way. Um, and then, correct me if I'm wrong, but what's what's um, what's your take, Chris, on inflation? It, it, my take is, won't that drive people to crypto? I mean, when you think if if there's hyperinflation going on, that people would be running to crypto. How uh, how would a uh, depression 
you know, negatively affect the crypto market? Is it just because people need money? So they're pulling their, you know, they're selling their crypto to pay bills. Give, give me your take on that, if you'd be so kind. Yeah, I think I think people are, in a way, selling their crypto uh, to pay bills right now. But what I do believe is that people ultimately are going to lose faith in, in the dollar, right? Or whatever your currency is in other parts of the world, right? As they start to lose faith in that currency and they start to see that, you know, it's worth much less, right? I mean, you got food prices much higher than they used to be. Gas, you know, over $4 a gallon. If you're in California, it's over $5 a gallon. You get to that point and people, they start to say, you know, well, there's got to be another way, right? Like I talked to somebody last night who, who was saying all this to me, but then didn't believe in crypto. And I was just like, okay, you know, like I think some people are going to come later than others. But the reality is mass adoption is going to happen. Uh, you know, when you project this two years out, uh, we're looking at a 12 trillion plus industry in cryptocurrency as a whole, right? Maybe even greater. I mean, they might even be underestimating that, in my opinion. But uh, you're going to have more and more people into crypto. And as you have a younger generation evolve, you're going to have, they're going to be into crypto. It's the people that are in that, in my age bracket and older that aren't as much into crypto. I know that sounds weird, but that's the reality. I'm talking to some people that are pretty knowledgeable about this. Uh, like 40s and up, there, there's much less adoption. But if you get into the, you know, the younger, uh, the millennials and the, the early 20s, uh, their percentage of people is much greater into crypto. So as you have these younger generations evolve, right, they're going to be into crypto much more. I mean, I was talking to somebody a few weeks ago. Grandson is 13 years old and he's mining Ethereum, right? <laughs> like, doesn't isn't really involved and, in, you know, has school and all that, but he's not managing a bank account and a mortgage and all this, but he's mining Ethereum. So when he becomes 18, you know, he's going to be very involved in crypto, right? Uh, so you're going to start to see that more and more, I believe. Uh, let's do this. Let's go to Sharkon and then we'll go Dam, and then we'll go Don Bailey. Go ahead, Sharkon. I'll go to them first, my friend. They, they were, they raised their hands first. I want to, I, I don't want to jump in front of anybody. I'm not okay. that important. Okay. I'll go to Dam, and then I'll go Don and then we'll go to Sharkon. Go ahead, Dam. What Bryson was just, uh, asking about, um, you know, for years those of us who have been involved in this have been waiting for the point where uh, hyperinflation would cause crypto to go the opposite direction of the petrodollar and the uh, markets in general, the equity markets in general. Um, one reason that hasn't happened yet is because the institutions, um, institutional investors have tucked money that they pull when they need to pay down margin from crypto that causes the crypto market to drop with the equities market so it's always been tied to the s p um but now we're coming upon something that hasn't happened um since cryptocurrency has been in use you know we have the highest inflation rates in 40 years um, tomorrow is expected to be uh, double digits. Um, so we're, I believe, we're on the precipice of 
that point where the deflationary aspects of crypto will pull away from the petrodollar and the equities markets in general. Um, it's something I'm excited about. I'm not a fan of the petrodollar. I believe it is responsible for many of the evils in the world. Um, it was created knowing that it would ultimately fail. Um, so I think we are right on the edge of actually getting to see what has been theorized. So that is my answer to that question, if that makes sense. Yeah. And, you know, and it takes time, right? Like it's not something that just happens right away. And, you know, the reality is, is that uh, he said 40 years. I think it's more like 50 years. I mean, the last report we had, they had inflation at 8.9%. And that wasn't even accounting for the inflation in oil. So it's definitely at least 10%. Okay. Uh, You just don't see that. Okay. But that's what we have right now. And I think that's going to lead to more people being involved in crypto. I think there's people right now that look at crypto and deep down they'll say, this is the future of, of money all over the world, but they're just, they're just not in it yet. Right. But as things continue to progress, I think you're going to see more and more people. Maybe they don't throw all their money into crypto, but they put a percentage in, you know, you look at uh, Kevin O'Leary, right? He was against crypto as a whole uh, on Shark Tank, right? He was just like, I don't believe in crypto. And now he's putting 20% of his investments in cryptocurrency and uh, said, this is just uh, the early days of software that's going to be running, you know, e-commerce in the monetary system. So it took him time to adapt, right? Like not everybody's going to adapt right away. It takes time. Uh, let's go Don. And then we're going to go shark. Go ahead, Don. What's popping? Chris Patron, damn son. How y'all doing? I'm good, man. How about you? Ah, uh, doing well. So it's like I love your show so much. Like I actually uh, forgot to check the charts today, so I wouldn't have known that crypto was down unless <laughs> I was informed. Uh, but still, at the same time, uh, just a couple points. Like this has been a great conversation. Damson loved your analysis on uh, the petrodollar. Uh, we both agree on that one hundred percent. I always liken. Uh, safe moon to like you know the currency that's tied to renewable energy and i hope they uh head down that path uh and i think that's awesome but just a couple notes right so the first note is um you know we're looking at inflation like occurring like economically but we're holding a hyper deflationary asset so how do you hedge against inflation well you have an asset that deflates um, so instead of, you know, the Fed doing like quantitative easing uh, in four cycles or, uh, you know, right now they're trying to do contractionary policy. Right. So that's what the they, you contract the amount of supply of money in the economy in order to increase inflation. Right. So that's what they're doing. But like we're already doing that with our hyper deflationary assets. So uh, our dollars become worth more as there's less in circulating supply. So. That's why I think SafeMoon or crypto in general or any uh, deflationary asset will have some type of relevance in the future. Um, And then I like the idea that, you know, uh, I think Bryson and then the guy that was up here before him, I didn't catch his name, but they were speaking about being in the accumulation phase. 
Um, so the story you were telling about 2008, Chris, about the guy buying the house, so like acquiring an asset because the asset was cheap instead of acquiring, you know, revenue generating assets. Like that's what I'm doing right now, attempting to require as many assets that will reflect or give me some type of uh, additional value, but also with the potential to raise in value. I think that's really important. But here's why I like the idea of the price being low before, like, you know, uh, items being delivered. I think the uh, and this is just the humanitarian in me coming out. Um, I think this provides an opportunity for people in uh, I don't want to use the world third world, but I'll say underdeveloped nations to uh, acquire a big bag of safe moon, because when a price runs, we're literally creating wealthy individuals, you know, and nations that are underdeveloped, which will allow them to, you know, grow their community. So I think um, like or in my opinion, this is a good thing, because when we are able to uh, have the price run, we will have achieved mass adoption first. Uh, we'll see the markets rebound and the people in those countries that have adopted will have the ability to, you know, change more lives um, than we would here in the United States. Uh, another reason why I'm like bullish on the price being kind of low right now is because when we start deploying windmills, I would like it to be inexpensive for them to run on our blockchain. Um, and the reason why is because like the price is so low. So um given like it still has like a correlate or correlative correlative relationship like uh how much energy cost is correlated to how much we charge in safe moon etc but i still like the idea of it being inexpensive to deploy and inexpensive to access at the onset so um yeah man i love the show good information thank you so much stack man he's always good to have on love it bro thank you yeah man Let's go to Sharkhan. Sharkhan, sir, how are you? Oh, I'm I'm fantastic, everybody. Thank you for um, putting the show on, man. I appreciate all of you guys, hosts and co-hosts alike. Uh, anybody that's come up to the panel to speak, thank you for sharing your thoughts. Um, a couple things that I just wanted to say too was I I saw an article just about a week ago. I'll see if I can find it soon. I'm driving. I'm about to park in a few minutes here. But it was about, I believe it was a Goldman Sachs article that said that they believe that somebody from Goldman Sachs says that the metaverse alone is going to be an 8.5 or 8.3 trillion dollar industry um, within the next coming uh, couple of years. And I thought, I thought that was really interesting because like, you know, um, they, are a financial institution that has a lot of experience and backing and, and potential knowledge that your average investor, your average holder, even of cryptocurrency, isn't going to have. Um, they, they just they're going to know things that they probably shouldn't know because of the money that they have. Right. And um, so that that I thought was pretty interesting. And then I wanted to also touch on what. Don was saying when it comes to just, you know, the, how do I want to put this? The way that this stuff is all going to interact with each other uh, is just, it's going to be really, really wonderful to see this all come together in the next couple of years. So I'm very excited, all that is to say. Stack them, man. That's a great point. I mean, if you're talking metaverse alone, $8.3 trillion, 
you know, a lot of a lot of cryptocurrency is going to be involved in that, right? You're going to need tokens and you're going to need coins to interact in the metaverse. Right. And to touch on another thing that Don was saying about the underdeveloped nations, right? I, you know, we've all seen the giveaways that happen. Um, and, you know, we've seen our brothers and sisters in the Safe Moon family win giveaways and, and be really, really excited because they never thought they would have these kind of, I think, small amounts of Safe Moon that we all kind of take for granted every day, right? Like, we're like, oh, I only have this much. And really, you know, somebody won that much and somebody won a small percentage of that much in a giveaway and, and was able to show a really, like, exceptional amount of gratitude. And it, it's just really wonderful to see. So um, I think we can all learn a lesson from from those who are less fortunate but more grateful, right? Yeah, I definitely agree with that. And, you know, I, I look, when you get into other countries as a whole, right, I was talking to somebody that works in the government, and I won't say where. And when I had this conversation, I said, look at Africa in the next two, three years and, and watch how much Africa grows, right, uh, in terms of renewable energy and their GDP, right? And Africa is going to just take off. And the person agreed with me. I said, yeah. Uh, it's because they've been taken advantage of for so long, right? Well, with decentralization, it allows you know countries in Africa not to be taken advantage of, and you start putting things on blockchains, and it's all there. Uh, the unscrupulous practices of the past, where governments would come into the Gambia and other countries in Africa and take the energy and resources, right? Uh, those things are going to become a thing of the past. And the way it was done was you would have a country come in, they would give that nation a lot of money, and then when they couldn't pay back that money, they would take their energy and resources at a tenth of the cost or, or, or maybe even less than that, right? So that you would have a country that had the energy and resources that you couldn't get in other parts of the world, and they would deplete them. And it would hurt their GDP, it would hurt their people, and it led to the, the these countries being underdeveloped, right? Well, now you have trade and you have, uh, you know, elections on a blockchain, and the, these stuff, these things start to go away, and you start to have uh, opportunities for economic prosperity that we didn't have in the past too. And that's a really important thing. I think we all need to realize. Uh, Troy, you came up. Go ahead, Troy. Hey, Chris. Thanks for letting me have a a spot here tonight. Uh, great panel tonight. Man, the comments are just fantastic and, and the, the bullet points are are notable. And my comment had to do with change. Change is always hard, you know? It's like, I remember, you know, I'm, I'm gonna date myself in my early 50s, but I remember when the debit card first came out. I mean, my parents freaked out. What do you mean? You know, I can't write a check, okay, you know? <laughs> What if somebody takes this card? They're going to take all my money. And that's, you know, fear. Fear is a big factor when it comes to crypto. And I was fearful. I mean, I had one of my guys at work, and he was telling me about Doge back in last year in January before it spiked. And he goes, man, just put, you know, you put a thousand in. I mean, you could double your money. Hell, if I'd have put a thousand in out of, quadrupled my money 
you know, when it spiked. And so I was just kicking myself for missing that boat. And when I was down on vacation on, on the coast meeting a friend of mine, and his boss happens to be a friend of a financial trader, and he told me about Safe Moon. This is back in April. And I came back to Memphis, and the first thing I did, it took me a week of figuring out how to get B&Bs, pancake swap, and all that crap figured out, but I did it, and I've been hodling ever since. And that was the end of April, the first week of May, I finally hit my bank account. And like everyone said tonight, crypto is obviously the future. It's just understanding it and getting others to understand that what we're seeing now with paper, petrodollar, that's gone. You know, that's dinosaurs. It's, you know, evolution has changed. You know, we're moving forward. And to be on the ground floor of something, you know, with blockchains, I mean, look what XRP, I mean, they're lining up contracts with nation after nation. You know, well, that's safe moon in the future. That's us. We could be holding, we could be the Bitcoin holders of the future. So I just want to put my two cents in. And uh, man, awesome show. Thank you, guys. Stack them. And don't feel bad about it taking you a while to buy it. My friend, regular whale, right? He saw this on day one. That he was going to get a day one. And it took him three days to figure out how to buy this. He was watching YouTube videos and everything. He got a day three. Right. And he's done really well. But he jokes to this day and said, if I could have figured this out on day one, he's like, I would have probably two to three times what I have now. And he's done really well. So that was the hardest thing. And I was fortunate when he when he talked to me about it, he was able to help me do it. So I didn't have to like figure it out on my own because it was tough. But the point he made all along was, look, if it's hard to get it, there's a reason for it. This is going to be very valuable. And I, I'd always believe that. Let's go to Bryce. Go ahead, Bryce. Yeah, I love that uh, comment by Troy. Um, there's definitely a learning curve to crypto. And you just got to be in it. And, and you got to go through that learning curve to really understand, you know, how it works, what it's all about. But as far as a, uh, you know, if we look at the macro level, like what everyone's talking about, you know, the metaverse is just getting built. You know, you think people are going to be spending dollar bills in the metaverse? I think not. You know, it's going to be entirely crypto. Um, you know, what's the stat on? I think it's like three to five percent of the world population is in crypto now. I mean, the upside as far as the amount of money that's going to come into crypto in the future is, is massive. So, you know, if you just take a step back, yeah, we're going through a a, a downturn, but you know, in general, the trend has to, in my opinion, be be up. Um, and it's it's you know, when you get into crypto, you you realize the volatility that's involved, and a lot of people aren't you know used to volatility or haven't experienced it. But I mean, it's insane. <laughs> you know, some of, some of these cryptos. You know, when they run, they absolutely run. And you're talking 100% plus gains in like overnight. Um, I've been doing this for a couple of years now. And I've seen, you know, gains 20,000 plus in the matter of 20 minutes, you know, and you're sitting on a couch like, what the hell's going on? You know, refresh. And there's another $10,000, you know, showing up in your account. 
but it, it goes the opposite way too, right? So you've got to be prepared if you're going to be in this game for the downs. And and some people just don't have the stomach for that. Um, and it's, it's amazing to see because, you know, the psychology of investors, that's really been interesting to me to, to see how people react to this stuff, right? Like if I told you, you were going to make, a hundred if, if if I told you you're gonna make a hundred percent in two years game, you'd be ecstatic with that. Right? But if if during that time you were gonna be down fifty to a hundred per or even two, you know, two hundred percent down, you know, you, would you still be along for that ride? Of course you would, right? So it can turn instantly is my point. You know, it might be down now, your, your account might be down 50%, but tomorrow it might be up a hundred percent. So that's just crypto. And when you're in it and you go through that learning curve, you start to realize that's just the nature of the beast. Um, but it's a good thing in my opinion. I think there's huge money to be made with volatility and to Troy. Um, the key is to just follow and follow a project, right? So, you know, the price points, when you follow a project and you're educated on the price points, you know when the good deals are out there. And I'm telling you, I've been following SafeMoon since last April. <laughs> it's a good deal. So feel confident that if you're buying it, uh, you're getting a good deal. And when I see cryptos, you know, lose 20%, I mean, I'll throw money at it because in a, in five days, they're, they're typically back up. I mean, that, and that's just crypto. So if you want to, you know, there's there's quick hits to be made, but then there's long-term holds uh, like SafeMoon uh, to be had as well. So it's all good. Uh, the macro uh, outlook, I think, is extremely positive. I'm bullish. Yeah, absolutely. And just two quick examples, right? So Cardano ran up to about $3 last year. I've seen it down $0.88 cents at one point. Solana ran up to $600. It's in the hundred range right now. Okay. Are those bad projects? No, not at all. They're just, it's, it's a downturn. Uh, Shark Hunt, go ahead, sir. Yeah. Um, so just to touch on, you know, the whole volatility of the market thing, right? When we, when we are, when every single time that I talked about Safe Moon with anybody and I've told hundreds of people, uh, within the past couple, within the past at least month. And, you know, every single time I touch base with anybody I've talked with SafeMoon about, I get almost uh, one consistent question when they haven't, after, when they haven't done their research and they haven't invested in it. And that question is, what's the price at right now? Or how much are you down? At, or how much are you up? And people are really asking the wrong question when they ask me that because they and they don't like my answer. And my answer is it doesn't matter. And and they tell they ask me, well, how can you tell me that it doesn't matter if the, the whole point of this is to make money? And I explain to them that this is a this is what's called a long term hold. This is what's this is what I believe is necessary patience is what i believe is necessary um for for this to turn out the way i would like for it to turn out and a lot of people don't want they they don't want to invest at that point 
because they they don't have that patience and they automatically give up on investing in the project because they say, well, I can't wait one year. I can't wait two years. I can't wait three years. I can't afford to put that money in. But what's important is to maybe even give these people, take a page out of Jeremy B's book and give these people a thousand, um, you know, a thousand safe moves you know, 5,000, 500, whatever, um, and get them invested as much as you can, because the people that I've given safe moon to, um, they do come back and they say, Hey man, I'm, I'm looking to do some research and I send them to safemoon.education and they start asking questions about their investment. Cause you know, they see, I talk to them about other things like Bitcoin and so on. And they hear that, you know, 10,000 Bitcoin at one point was very, very cheap. And now today it's a lot of money. And, you know, I'm not saying SafeMoon's the next Bitcoin or anything. It's not financial advice. But, you know, there may be a point where where somebody in the future will be very, very, very wealthy, um, potentially, in, with with a couple thousand SafeMoon. So who knows where the future will, what the future will hold. But there may be a point where somebody's very happy to hold that thousand safe moon. I believe there will be personally. Double stack, man. My man brought some energy to the mic. He said there's going to be a point in time where I believe a, a thousand safe moon is going to make him very, very wealthy. Uh, damn, what do you Not financial that? advice. Not I just, financial advice. I, I, it's a personal, personal thought. I, I believe that we could be very happy to to have a thousand safe moon one day. Hey, from let me tell you something. That that moment comes, and uh, we're gonna be partying up in here. Uh, damn, your thoughts on that? Well, the uh, the markets in general are a uh, pure representation of human emotion. If you look at them, um, crypto is an even more emotional area of investing so you do have a lot well greater swings and they're a lot faster um it's it's all emotion this is how i've always looked at it um the most important thing about investing in my mind is learning to control those emotions um being able to step back from that and look at it and ask the question of why is this happening? Um, what emotion would trigger this in the market? Um, that's the key to all of it. There's an interesting article I pinned to the top and um, it just came out today. It's titled U.S. Banking Jot Issues Dire Economic Warning Says Shockwave Could Send Crypto and Commodities Soaring. So it's right there. You know, we are in a point where there is great opportunity. Um, there is, there's going to be a lot of overreacting. So just keeping yourself centered, um, concentrating on where you're at right now and not getting all into all the turmoil. That, that's always been my key to investing, um, removing myself from the emotional aspect that's going on in the markets. And the hot takes for us guys that are on Twitter. Those are just pure entertainment for us, just so you know. Like our group chat between Dam and Patron, 
if he sends me something, he's like, man, look how dumb this is. Right, Dan? Oh, absolutely. I mean, if I ever engage, it's pretty obvious that it is a uh, a joke. I mean, that's basically what I've created from all the fudding is a fudder's top 12 list. I mean, it's a joke to me. Um, it's not something I get emotionally involved in. Um, hell, we even call it the dirty dozen, you know, so <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah, I actually came up with the dirty dozen for him. But, like, we laugh at this stuff, guys, just so you understand. Like, we don't get upset. Uh, we're not like, oh man, can you believe they said that? Now we gotta go. We just start laughing because we're like, okay, you know, look at this dumb shit today. I mean, that's like, you know, that's what we look at. I mean, we don't, we don't take it seriously. We don't even get to the point where it affects us or upsets us. We just laugh because it's so far off. Uh, let's go to Rich and then we'll go to my man J5. Go ahead, Char. You had something to say? Oh, I just wanted to just quickly say, you know, there, there's no limitations, in my opinion, to to what uh, a collective, the collective conscious can do for for um, just, you know, the future. You know, there when, when you have so many people working towards the same goal and, and truly, truly trying to change the world and they all have um you know similar motivations and a similar you know how do i want to say vehicle for that goal i suppose you know the the collective conscious is is i think much stronger than a lot of us give it credit for so just something to think about yeah i agree with that you can feel the energy when things are moving like that, right? And we felt it on this program before. Like, end of December, you could feel it in this room. I mean, we had 2,100 people in here, right? Now, it doesn't matter if we have 2,100 people in here or if we have 300 people in here. Like, that whole thing doesn't matter. Our, our message is consistent. You know, we have faith in what we're doing. We know that this team is doing exactly what they need to do to get us to that point where we're going to have you know, not just have money, right, but have the ability to dictate what we want to do in life. It's not going to be based on us having to fulfill an obligation to live, right? A lot of us are working right now to live. That's the reality of the situation. Very few of us are in the position where we could walk away from work right now and decide how we want to live our lives. But we believe, since we started the show on day one, that Safe Moon will give us that ability, right? And in my belief, it's just a matter of time, right? So I'm willing to wait that time. I don't even consider it waiting at this point. I'm willing to live my life and let things evolve, right? <laughs> so let's go to Rich, and then we'll go to J5. Go ahead, Rich. D5, Rich, you're up. Go ahead, Rich. Hey, what's up, guys? How's everyone doing? Chris, thanks once again for the show. As well as uh, damn, damn, some of you guys have some great remarks. Um, Bryson, Bryson really hit it off, man, with what he said, man. Really, really deep. It's a, uh, it's a great opportunity just to keep on adding the bags, guys. Like right now is the opportunity to be doing so. It doesn't matter how much you're putting in, but uh, buckle down and this uh, keep on buying. It's, it's the time for daily cost averaging. That's all I gotta say. 
Oh, one other one other point too. One other point. I really think that right now is also a good time to um forward people to the Safe Mood Education Center, guys. Because it directs people directly to the source of information. Number one. Number two, it will help do the FUD fighting for you guys as well and for all of us as well. That's all I gotta say. Stack of strong points, man. You know, and I really like what they're doing with safety and education. The synopsis that they have is easy to read. Uh, it's a great way to understand what's going on. And uh, and I like the tweets, too. Like Momo put out that tweet on the Mesh Network that was on the Safe Moon Sunday. And that was outstanding. I mean, that was one of the best tweets I've ever seen since I've been with Safe Moon because we all get caught up in the moment. And they have a safe moon Sunday and John speaking. And then sometimes we miss key points, right? So you go back and read and you could really see there was a lot in there. I mean, a proprietary network that reaches greater distances. Once we turn the switch on, we can't turn it off. We have to get our blockchain you know, integrated with this. It's truly a Web3 decentralized network. I mean, it's like we all forgot about this. You know, but you go back and read that. And then I, I had to reread it like two more times. I was like, this is phenomenal. Do people realize what we have here? Uh, <laughs> it's a lot of information, right? It's a lot of information hey. that John's always like throwing out there. So just like when you or myself or another person is doing business, contracts are designed to retain information for both parties. So same sort of thing is is applied here so we only take in a certain amount of information through audible learning so when things are written down we can retain the information a lot more and it's great that we can always go back to it Shar, i think you had a point go ahead Shar. oh yeah i was just gonna ask if you could um if you maybe wanted to post that tweet on the top for anybody listening um yeah, I will. I, I posted it uh, last show. I'm gonna post it again because I thought. All right, it was cool. Yeah. yeah, I mean it, it. It's yeah. I just wanna. I wanna give Momo the credit she deserves, and um, you know, they work. Our education team. They work so incredibly hard. I'm. I'm really happy because, you know, like Rich was saying, like education is key to fighting fud, and like, you know, that's that's part of why people don't understand when i tell them you know um, i don't care what the price is you know part of why they don't understand why i don't care is because they don't they don't understand how much i know and they don't understand how much i foresee in the future so i'm not worried right now because i i am confident and i have faith in the future and it, it's it's because i'm educated right like and um, I believe that that education um, strengthens my faith in, in the project. It strengthen, strengthens my faith in the community and the people, the individuals in the community. And, um, you know, my colleagues, uh, you know, they're, they're everybody in the SafeMoon community that I've interacted with is just really they're, they're You're all something special. Uh, and one more quick thing I wanted to say, like I said, I am, we are putting together an FAQ. So for those of you listening, if you have any questions about 
the safe moon card or features you want to see on it um i can't promise any any an answers you'll uh you'll be guaranteed to like or features implemented for certain but uh, i do want you to dm me if you want anything like that or if you have anything like that for me so please do hit me up excellent that's a great point the faq is going to be really good because uh, he, like he said last show, he's going to take all the questions from the community and get those back to the Safe Moon leadership team and address them. So I think that's really important. Let's do this. Let's go to J5, and then we're going to go back to Bryson. Go ahead, J5. Chris, how you doing? I'm good, man. How you doing tonight? I'm well, thank you. Uh, Patron, Damson, good to be here with y'all tonight. Hey, good evening, brother. All right, man. Um, I'm a little lax tonight, man. You know, normally. I I come strong and hype to the mic, man. You know, that's that's my my uh, MO or whatever the fuck you want to call it. But, uh, you know, my heart's a little heavy tonight, man. I think, you know, uh, damn son, you know, you had valid points. Patron, you have valid points. Chris, you have valid, very valid points. Um, 2024, the end of 2022. Uh, in a couple months, Patron, that's what you said. Uh, it, it's great, man. Um, it doesn't matter how long I'm here. My heart's kind of heavy tonight because uh, I don't know how many of your uh, audience listeners know much about me, but uh, I, I told a story some time ago about how my sister got me in the safe moon. It was probably about one of the first shows I ever came on uh, to your show, you know, and, and my sister in Australia, my baby sister, she uh she she lives in Australia. She's been there over twenty years, you know, and um uh she doesn't sound like an American anymore. Uh, you know, I mean she's an Aussie, but uh she had gotten into uh V one and she had bought in a billion, you know, because those were the that was the those were the days back in April. And um she had gotten in uh I'm I'm just gonna call it like it is. I don't sugarcoat shit, right? So she got in at like uh five hundred, I mean five thousand dollars for like a billion V one, and back in those days, you know, I got in like a little hundred dollars because like y'all all talk about, it was hard to figure out. It was hard to, you know, I I, I went on exchange some Robin Hood bullshit and, and made money off some Robin Hood, but uh, to actually go on some pancake swap and figure the fucking shit out, man, like it was it was tough money. But uh, I got a little hundred dollars in, you know, and um, I was cool. But uh, my sis, man, she, uh, I just, you know, I'm I'm pretty adamant with with some of the select few of of, of my bag, and um, showing y'all my bag, and uh, my bag has been growing. You know, I I just made a purchase yesterday, uh, a nice little purchase, like maybe um half a million safe moon, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm over 8 million to, as of today, you know? And, um, so, uh, my sister, so I, 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 I DM'd on instant messenger cause me and my sister, you know I mean? It's, it's hard to communicate being it. She's in Australia and I'm in the U S anyhow, uh, not trying to, I don't know. Long story short. She fucking sold, man. She sold hers. I got her to migrate back in December and for her one billion to one million of V2. And 
And I don't know if that fucking Jack Wagon, Dave Portnight, or the, the Barstool uh, Sports or whatever, you know, he's been fudding. There's a lot of fucking fudders. Well, it got to my peeps, you know, my fam. And I was letting her know, like, you know, no matter what, my bag is getting strong. I'm going to take care of my fam because my fam is the most important thing in my life. And no matter what goes on, you know, I know you spent a, a lot of money for that bag, but. I'm going to look out and she was like, I sold and it just, so my heart is heavy because, uh, this shit is strong. This shit's good. Like you say, you got a lot of things coming out and, um, the price is great. And I, I don't know. I just need to get, kind of get that off my chest tonight that, you know, my heart's a little heavy that, uh, not all my fam is in the save moon fam, but y'all are my fam. And, 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 and this army is strong, you know, the price is low, but the price is great. I'm going to keep continuing to build that bag. I'm, I'm, I'm coming on here every opportunity I get, you know, yeah, I got to be to work in the morning too. I'm going to work some overtime. It's all, you know, uh, Bryson said it. I don't care where I got to get it. Well, you know, I, I ain't going to go sell nothing for it, but, uh, I'm going to work my ass off to get where I need to be because I, I set a goal. I know I always set goals high or whatever, but that that's how everybody should be in life. High goals. Um, I don't know, man. I, I'm blessed to be here with y'all tonight. Thank you for letting me rant and rave about, about my, my, my family that, uh, got me into this mess and I'm hit, but, but now I'm here with y'all. So, uh, y'all have a blessed night. Hey, man, stack them. It's reality. It's a journey, man. The journey's not going to always go the way you want. You're going to have people that are going to not be there when you look. I'll tell you what I did, and I did it with my own mom. She didn't believe in Safe Moon. I sent her 70,000 Safe Moon. All right. People will come around. So if you feel inclined, if your heart feels inclined at some point, maybe send her some Safe Moon. You just ask you know, her to hold on to it, you know? You know, Chris, I, I'm going to take that advice. I probably will. You'll feel good about it. They might not see it now, but I know my mom here in the next year, maybe even less, is going to be glad I sent her 70,000 safe moon. Amen. And and all I was doing was saying, hey, look, just download the wallet. You don't even have to buy it. I'll just send it to you. I I remember having this discussion on Christmas Eve at her house. I was dropping off my uh, kids' presents, right? My kids had had COVID. My kids weren't cleared until Christmas. I got four-year-old twins right so i was laying out the christmas gifts and i said you know she was talking to me about the show i said look just download the wallet i'll send you some safe food my mom was still not one you know not wanting to do it i said fine it was about a week later we were doing a show it came out that safe moon was putting up the ad in Times square we had 2115 people in here and my mom sent me a text and said wow this is really something and then at about 1 o'clock a.m., I got a text with her contract address. And I got off the show, and five minutes later, I sent her 70000 safe. And the reaction was, you sent me too much. You know, you did too much for me. But the reality is, your heart's going to feel better about it. And anytime it's family, I think you just, you know, you take the high road. And uh, they may not realize it now, but they'll thank you later. That's how I look at it. So. Don't get upset about it. It's their journey, right? But as as a family member, I'm going to support them. 
and help them along the way. So don't worry about it, man. Well, with that being said, man, I appreciate the words of wisdom. And, uh, you know, I've been saying, I've been talking about some 10, 11 million save moon. I, I, you know, I just may have to peel off a million and just be like, yo, don't sell this shit. No matter what you do, this is from me to you. Don't sell it. So, uh, or, or hold it in a separate wallet for it, right? Hey, hey, that's, that's true too. I mean, and then then when this thing takes off, she'll be like, damn, I shouldn't have sold it and say, Hey, look, you know, I'm your older brother. I was looking out for you. I held a million in a separate wallet. Here you go. I appreciate it, man. Thanks. Thanks for having me up, man. No problem, man. Don't get upset about these things because you just got to understand that people see things differently in different moments. Right. It doesn't mean that like the, you know, they're your family. Right. But we all have like moments where we don't see things the way they are. So like, I believe in supporting your family, man. I will always say that. Look, everything I do now, with this show and with my investment in Safe Moon, it's all it's all for my kids. It's all for their future. It's all so that they can have a great life, that they, you know, have the ability to make choices in life, you know, with education. They have the ability to do work that they want to do and that they have a fulfilling life where they can help people and really change the world. That's my primary motivation behind all this. I want to take care of my family. Uh, and my kids are a big part of that. And I'm lucky enough to have that opportunity that they're young enough that I can do that. So there, there's going to be things that happen, man. Don't get down about it. Sometimes we have a vision that other people don't have. Right. And when you have that vision, just understand that we're. I'm grateful to have that vision. And I'm grateful for the people that we have in this community. That's how I look at it. Uh, let's go to Sharkon and then we'll go to Bryce. Go ahead, Shark. Hey, uh, I just wanted to real quick say um, thank you for having me up. I got to drop down uh, to listener, but I really appreciate you guys listening to my thoughts. And, um, you know, thank you for having me up, Dan, Patron, Chris. I appreciate you guys. I appreciate every single person in the Safe Moon Army. And we're, you know, family is important. Family is very, very important. And I wanted to say, you know, the old saying the the I uh, how do they say blood is thicker than water you know that's not the full saying it's it's the blood of the covenant is thicker than the water of the womb right and that's not to say you shouldn't love your family but you find people who you make a covenant with a friendship with and um you know they become your family right um, and, and this this is this is a family here we are we are all family in the Safe Moon Army. So um, thank you again, and I hope you all have a wonderful night. Be patient and kind with yourselves and with each other, because it's it's going to change the world when you do that. So have a great night, everyone. Great having you up, Sharkon. I appreciate it. And J Five, one last thing I want to say to you, man. Anything that happens along this journey, don't ever let it take away from your spirit, man. We all have gifts in life that we're given, and your gift is your enthusiasm and in your spirit, right? So don't ever let your greatest asset go away based on the actions of another, right? You take that five seconds to get upset and then just rebound and go right back into who you are, man, because we're all created for a certain reason, and, and I believe that. 
I don't let anything get me down with this. Okay. I've had people that have been with us since day one. I've had people that aren't with us now. Uh, but the reality is like we, we're all in this together. Man. And, well, uh, well you not, know, you know, like I, I guess where my heart hurts is I didn't have the heart to say thank you for the reflections. <laughs> but uh no i shouldn't i shouldn't talk like that uh I, I i know i like to have a lot of one-liners up on the show man i i'm always gonna come strong man like i say i'm building my bag every day brother and um no you're you're absolutely correct and uh, i shouldn't let it like tear uh wear me down because i know what we have and we have uh something very good here on our hands we're early adopters and um uh John Caroni is is he he he's uh what we call it, uh the best underdog you'll ever get on there you go man and, and I didn't even share this last week but I got a guy I know who was in B1 he had lost the seed phrase we had somebody help help him recover a seed phrase and I helped migrate him to B2 right Man, that's awesome because I heard I heard that guy, man, and he was really like upset that he thought he lost his whole bag, man. So that's like that is phenomenal. Uh, it was a, it was another guy. It wasn't a guy in our program. It's a guy I know that I do some work with, and uh, it the whole point is this: the little things are what adds up. Okay, so these little things that you're going to encounter in this journey. If we do the right things, right, with the little things, all those little things are going to add up into something, you know, monumental, right? So I focus on the small victories each day with everybody, right? And then there's people you're just not going to change their minds. It's just not worth your time. But the people that are worth your time, invest that time, take the time to help them, and all those little things add up, and that, that becomes a movement, right? And that becomes something special. And that's what we have. Uh, let's go to Bryson, and then we're going to go to uh, Mr. Carthen. Go ahead, Bryson. Yeah, I was just going to say, uh, you know, to J Five, you just, you just, it's, it's, you know, you can build the bag for them, right? I mean, I, my father is the least technical person out there. Uh, my mom dabbles in crypto, but it was like, you know, during the bull run, you know, hey, we're setting up this wallet and this bag and you know pops is in on half of this <laughs> you know so you just gotta you know almost do it for them if they're if they're not gonna do it themselves or don't have the uh, stomach to to wait it out um uh, but that that problem will solve itself in the future when this thing goes crazy i mean i when it was mooning i was like santa claus for god's sakes i mean there's you know you want to you want to enjoy the uh the fruits of it with people that you love right friends family i mean those are the people you want to be uh wealthy with so that's that's why i, I ran out to everybody and said hey get on this train because i don't want to be on the beach by myself right and if they're not going to get on the train and you know it is what it is i'll, I'll be on the on the uh, beach with you guys but um what gives what, what i love about tonight is you can just tell the people that are educated on the project, people in the know, you don't hear any waver in their voice, right? They're cool, they're calm, they're bullish. I mean, and these are highly educated people. Like Don Bailey, he knows his stuff, right? He's been in the game, um, you know, and to hear these kind of people 
bullish on a down market. I mean, what does that tell you, right? It tells you that there's opportunity there to, to take advantage of. And the other thing I love is that our CEO is not like constantly running to Twitter to like calm everyone's fears, right? You know, I see some of these smaller projects and it seems like the CEOs are constantly on Twitter, you know, messaging, you know, it's okay, gang, like just sit tight, you know, they're all weary that, you know, people are going to be uh, bailing on the projects. But if you know where the project is and, and you're, you know, you're sitting on a, a solid foundation that's about to, you know, pop, there's no need to do that, right? It's like, we, we know what we got here. We're confident. We know what's, what's coming. And, uh, um, that makes me extremely bullish. So the bottom line is uh, get educated, uh, understand what the project is. All the people that I've referred to are not into crypto. I got them into crypto. And every once in a while, they'll just reach out to me and say, hey, what's going on with SafeMoon, right? <laughs> like the price is way, way down from when uh, the bull run happened. And it's like, just relax. Price doesn't matter. Sit tight. It's coming. Just It's coming. And they're all like, okay, as long as you're confident, I'm confident, right? That's all they need to hear is just a little reassurance. But if you got people, you know, drive them into this space where they can actually hear intelligent conversation uh, about what's going on with the project and where it's actually headed. Um, you know, this is the type of spaces that they need to be in to be educated on what's going to happen and where it's going. So. Uh, God bless everybody. I'm going to step down to listener, uh, but tremendous uh, conversation tonight. Love it. Yeah. You know what? I love it too, man. And uh, like you said, you could tell in somebody's demeanor and their voice when they really understand like what's going on. Right. And uh, we're fortunate, man. I really believe that. I, I believe that we're fortunate to be on this journey. We're fortunate to be together. I mean, what better way to come together than to actually talk to each other? The tweets are nothing, all right? But to actually come on here and talk to people all over the world, have 48 countries listening in, and have reasonable, consistent information and education, right, that supports everybody here, that's a beautiful thing. We're not going to have opportunities like this with anything else in life. This is just, this is one of these things that I believe is once in a lifetime. Let's go to Mr. Carthen, then we're going to go to Two Little Birds, and then we'll go to Troy. Go ahead, Mr. Carthen. Hey, Chris. Hey, Safeman family. Um, I just want to uh, say to J5, man, uh, I literally come here to hear your voice. And I think I told you this maybe a couple of weeks ago, man. You inspire me a lot. And, and the reason why, because I just love how down to earth you are. I love how you speak from the heart. You know, there's no... I don't feel like there's no fake in you. And when you speak, man, I literally stay motivated just off hearing your voice and the passion that you have. So if you're feeling down, brother, I mean, you're not by yourself. You know, um, I come here for reassurance. You know, I listen to everything. Everybody says on here, and it's just reassuring that you know, we're still here in the fight together, you know, and Chris panel, I want to say thank you guys for what you do. I know you get that all the time in here, but thank you guys for what you do to put in. Um, if anybody's new in the group, 
you know, just listen to these guys. They know they're talking about and do your own research, too, also. But again, man, I just want to say thank you guys. Keep up the good work. And every time I get a chance coming here, nothing but positive vibes. Thanks, Chris, for having me up. Stack them, man. That is what it's all about, man. We all come together. Two little birds, my friend in Australia. How are you? Hi, Chris. Hi, everyone. Um, I actually, my message is for J5, and I just wanted to say that um, if time zone is an issue with catching up and, and if she is wanting to learn about SafeMoon, I'm, I'm really happy to have um, her reach out to me or I can reach out, reach out to her and um, you're just happy to help her if, if, if she wanted to know a bit more about it, if that might help in any way. Um, because obviously I live in Australia, so I'm, you know, same time zone and so forth. So just thought I'd put myself out there and say that if you needed that, then I'm happy to put my um, my hand up for that too. Look at that, man. That's awesome. And you're not going to find a better person than Melinda, J5. I mean, she's excellent, man. She's been with us through the whole battle, man. So uh, feel free to DM her, man. She'll help you out. Uh, Troy, your hand's up. Go ahead, sir. Yeah, I mean, I wanted to piggyback off the comment about your space and what it has done for people like me who are, you know, I'm a first-time crypto investor. And like I said, you know, this is all new to me. I've only been in it for, it'll be a year, to end of April, first year, you know, first week of May. And I was unaware of this space that you had until uh, Josh DeBroken, who actually works with me, you know, inform me because I was I was a little upset over the birthday month. You know, like man, I expected more. And he goes, "Dude, you got to listen to the safe one after dark." Chris Patron, damn something, they know what they're doing. And I got to tell you, I have peace now with my decision because before I kept just looking at my bag, looking at how much I had put into it, looking at my wife and saying, "Yeah, it's not doing so well." You know, <laughs> not right now, at least. <laughs> When it was good back in uh, December and beginning of January, I'd, I'd walk in bragging how much we were up. But uh, I don't talk much, so she knows it's not to ask. But, uh, you know, this space, though, has provided, like you said, the support, the camaraderie, and the information that we need as a community to understand that, hey, I had to change my mindset. You know, I was looking for that next, you know, little doze you know pump and dump kind of thing you know herp and get a lick in and, and move on and that's not what this is this is a whole broader spectrum and i had to adjust my thinking to, to you know this is a long term like i said next three to four years this thing is going to be lifting off now we're going to be getting somewheres here we, by the end of 2022 we're going to have all the essentials blockchain exchange all that worked out and it's going to be game on from that point on and so i just wanted to thank you guys because like i said i'm really only been listening to it just over a month but i love it and it invigorates me it keeps me feeling confident and i don't have that worry no more it has taken that stress off my shoulders so i just want to thank you guys and uh, appreciate it yeah man we love having you I mean, the audience is so important, right? We could get in here and we could talk, but when you get people in here that, that really uh, understand things and take the time to learn, that that's what makes us special. Uh, Dan, you had your hand up. Go ahead, sir. 
Oh, my hand wasn't up, but I would like to say, J5, brother, when you came up, I thought you were going to tell us that something bad happened to your sister. Uh, my heart fell through the seat. And then the amount of relief I had to find out that it was only that she sold her safe moon, man. Um, and I don't, I don't say that only that she sold, sold her safe moon to downgrade, you know, how you feel about that. But at the end of the day, the only reason any of us are involved in this is to create a better life for our family and to improve the world. And, you know, it, it's important that we keep ourselves centered and that we remember that. And uh, it really put into perspective for me that that was all it was. She sold her safe men back. At the end of the day, that's not important. You know, you still have your sister. And that's what it's about. It's about family, whether it's by blood or it's a family that we create. And, you know, I appreciate everyone that's been here tonight. Um, the audience makes the show. Um, that's clearly evident every single time we do it. So I do appreciate every one of you all. Let me share something with you, too, that will make you feel a little bit better, J5. So my youngest sister is very, very smart. Uh Easily could have gone to medical school, law school, anything, you name it. She could have done it. Uh, worked in marketing, worked with some really big companies. I won't name them, but she did some extremely innovative things. And we don't talk a ton, but my dad turned 70 not too long ago. And we were getting a gift for him. And uh, she said, I've been following you. And I didn't even know this. And she said, I, I know what you're doing with SafeMoon. You know, what do you see in SafeMoon? And I told her, I said, it's going to be a game changer. And she said, I don't know. She said, you know, and I didn't even know she was in crypto. She was telling me, hey, I'm an XRP, I'm an HBAR, I'm a Crow, this, that. She she day trades with stocks. She's done really well. And she said, uh, I, I just can't buy into this. I said, look, the price is so low. You know, you can get a million for maybe a little more than a thousand bucks at the time. And we had this conversation. She's like, you know, you're probably going to be right. And I'm probably going to kick myself that I didn't buy at least a million. But I just can't do it, you know. And I said, okay, that's fine. I'm going to have enough for all of us, right? <laughs> that's what I said. And uh, she said to me, she said, you're either going to be really right or you're going to be really wrong. And I said, well, I am really right about this. But, you know, time will tell you that. And I just left it at that. Man. So, you know, I deal with these things, too. I, I, don't, I don't talk about them. But when these things come up, I have no problem talking about it, you know. And... <laughs> It's just one of those things. I, I, I don't know how to describe it. Uh, I'm not upset with her about it. Uh, I, I told her, I said, look, if you're not sure, just put a little bit of money into it. You know, and she's not willing to do that. But, hey, look, not everybody's going to be here for this journey, right? That's the reality. So part of what motivates me, and I know this is going to sound weird to you, but part of what has motivated me is to push myself even harder for my family members, even the ones that don't see it right now, right? Because I don't look at it as they uh, aren't trying. I just look at it as maybe they don't have that vision or they don't have that ability to see what I see, right? And so I can't be upset with them about that. The way I look at it is they just don't see what I see. So I'm grateful that I see it. And then that motivates me to push myself even harder so that when this thing does take off, you know, I'm able to break them off a little bit of piece of it too, right? So just some insight into that, man. And, you know, it, look, 
we're going to have enough for everybody. That's how I look at it. So, <laughs> hey, they might have to call me, you know, hey, uh, I need uh, I need something here. Okay, here's my card number, right? Because I'm not going to sell it. I'm just going to use my card. <laughs> uh, Patron, uh, we're going to close out the show with our final thoughts. Patron, your final thoughts. Um, Nothing more than uh, to J5 that, you know, not to worry about um, – what happened when your sister sold? I I wouldn't worry about it too much. Like like Dam said, you know, the good thing is that nothing bad happened to her, and that's what's important. Um, you have your bag, just like I have my bag, and most of us that are listening here have our bags, and we have it for a reason because we believe in the project, we believe in crypto, and uh, I got to tell you one thing: I'm more excited than ever about. You know, the future of crypto, because when I see red all over the place with, you know, pe people are having fear, people are selling. But there's also a lot of buys coming in, too. If you, if you, if you look at the, all the <laughs> all the crypto, they're, they're being bought. So people are buying the dip. Uh, even SafeMoon, people are buying the dip. And uh, I am one of them. I'm buying the dip all over the place because uh, I, won't, I don't want to say two months from now. I don't want to say a year from now. But. In the future, I think that this would be the best decision that we have ever made, which was to get into crypto, buy it when it was low. And a few years down the road, we're going to be talking about this and we're going to be like, wow, you guys remember in the year 2022 when crypto was low and look what is at right now. So just get ready, guys. We're, we're, we're ready for, for a bright future. Uh, that's my personal belief. So everybody have a great night. Take care of yourself. Yeah, man, definitely. Uh, damn, your final thoughts. The goal of this show, um, all three of us, and as well as the audience, is to provide a place of solidarity, of mindfulness, and of education for the SafeMoon Army. Um, that's the goal. And tonight, I feel very confident that we hit all three of those items. Um, it was a great show. I appreciate all of you, um, those that spoke. Thank you. Um, and just keep holding strong. We're not going anywhere. I'm not going to sell. I've said that before. Um, so just keep holding strong. Pay attention to where your emotions are. Don't get sucked into negativity. There's nothing to be negative about. Um, this is opportunity, and that's all I see. I'll close with this. If the journey were a movie, the movie would be two, two and a half hours, right? And the storyline would be you got in this, you know, you had a, a, a community of people that you came together with, right? And you went through some hard times with, where the price went down. And, you know, that would go on for maybe an hour, hour and a half. And then the last hour would be about this rising up and you being successful and having a whole new life, right? where you have freedom to choose exactly what you're going to do the rest of your life. And that would be a two and a half hour movie, right? But the reality is life is not a two and a half hour movie. Life is about the consistency, the decisions and, and how you, you know, handle things every day. It's much longer than a two and a half hour movie, right? And these things have happened in life before. If you guys haven't seen the movie, the big short, okay. Dr. Michael Burry, right. Became a doctor starts uh running a hedge fund right uh decided to short uh 
all the subprime mortgages. The banks laughed at him, right? Uh, the hedge fund investors that were backing him uh, wanted all their money back. They got emails. People were suing him, saying that he misallocated their money. He, phone calls. Uh, a lot of people quit. They were down to like three employees, right? And what ended up happening out of that? He made them more money than they ever made in their entire life with that one decision. Okay. Now, that one decision to be successful, if you haven't read the book, it's by Michael Lewis. I've read the book and seen the movie multiple times. But when he made that one decision, that didn't happen in the course of days. It didn't happen in the course of months. It took well over a year for that to happen. And his entire career and his way of life was completely threatened. To the point that he didn't want to be involved with a hedge fund once that was done. But he was right the whole time. And he had a he made a decision that was a tremendous uh you know, tremendous return, right, on investment. More than they had ever seen. So, you know, it's happened before in life and, and these things do take time. These are not things that are gonna happen in days or, or a month. You know, this could take a long time. I mean, if we we're we're over a year now, right? And it's going to take a good part of 2022 as well. But I believe in what's happening, and I believe in what we have coming. There's nothing that will sway me. Uh, all the information I've read, everything I've seen, everything I've looked at, uh, I feel extremely confident in what we're doing. And we can come on here three nights a week and convey that to you because of what we believe in and because of the knowledge and the education that we have from this community. So uh, we're going to continue to do what we do. We said day one when we started the show, we were going to do the show through the whole journey, and you're seeing that. There's people that will tell you that. It's one thing to say it. It's another thing to do it week after week. And I challenge anybody else to do the same because we live it. I mean, we, we absolutely live it every week. Uh, we care about the community and we put the time in because we feel this is something that is an opportunity of a lifetime. So I just want all of you guys to look out for each other. You know, take care of yourselves, man. Understand this journey is going to have some tough points in it. There's going to be times when things don't make sense, right? And I'm talking about reactions in the community. I'm not talking about safety. There's going to be times when, when people do things that are irrational. There's going to be uh, emotional reactions. And there's going to be things that are going to happen along the way that you just you can't make sense of. And that's okay. That's just part of the journey. But in the end, when we win, that's what's going to mean everything. Right? So it's all, everything happens for a reason. It's just a matter of time. So continue to, uh, you know, just, hey, live life. I don't spend my days looking at this every day. I'm focused on work. Uh, I'm focused on family. I'm focused on having a life outside of this and, you know, learning each day. Because when this thing takes off, you don't want to look back and say, hey, man, I spent so much time looking at this and analyzing this every day. And all I had to do was just continue to live my life. Right. So don't miss out on life in the process. That would be my message to end this. I want to thank everybody for being here. We'll be back Wednesday. Uh, in terms of our, our schedule with the show, 
I'm looking at going to the Colin app next week. I want to do some testing on that before we do that. We can also stream the show to Twitter as well, but we want to integrate that. There's going to be some great features that we have with that. Uh, in terms of audio quality, we can also integrate some music in there as well. And it's going to be an even better experience for all of our audience. So I just wanted to end with that as well. Everybody have a great evening. Thank you for coming in tonight. Continue to keep your heads high. It's just a matter of time. Thank you. 